I love it when the New Jersey Devils prove me wrong. They were able to come away with a win in a hard-fought battle in the heart of Texas against the Dallas Stars, thanks to Nico Heischer and also Nico Dawes. However, there are a couple players whose seasons are, once again, uh, over prematurely, so I'm going to talk briefly about that. But it was an overall great effort from the New Jersey Devils, and there's a lot to talk about because, once again, I love it when the Devils prove me wrong. So buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast from the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And I'm coming to you with a very special Sunday episode. As you guys recall, I was in New Orleans uh, last week, so I'm a little behind in my episode, so I decided to make it up to you guys. So Sunday morning episode after a New Jersey Devils win, what could be sweeter? So let's talk about this game against the Dallas Stars for the New Jersey Devils. Can you guys believe this is the New Jersey Devils' first road win since February 24th? It's been over a month since the New Jersey Devils have won on the road. They snapped their nine-game road losing streak, and I get that we're shorthanded, but it's safe to say that we're kicking off this two-week road stance on a high note, so hopefully we can keep it going because our next game is going to be against the Arizona Coyotes, so hopefully that could be another winnable game for us, but I'll talk more about the game. I'll talk more about my opinions, but first, let's talk some pregame notes. So it's been revealed that Jonas Siegenthaler and Miles Wood will be shut down for the rest of the year. Miles Wood is more of a choice. Jonas Siegenthaler, unfortunately, he suffered a broken hand, so his season is done. In the last episode, I talked more about Miles Wood and his overall injury situation because I kind of correlated it with Mackenzie Blackwood's injury situation because the New Jersey Devils intend on using Mackenzie Blackwood at least for one of these games on the road. I talked about how that's a terrible idea. You know, just look at Miles Wood and his overall situation because he had to be held on back from the road trip at, to tend to his hip once again. And Jonas Siegenthaler, he suffered a broken hand. So uh, I showed a lot of attention towards Miles Wood and his situation, but I didn't really focus on Siegenthaler. And I, I feel bad because Siegenthaler has been one hell of a defenseman for New Jersey Devils this season. So according to MSG, and this is courtesy of Sport Log IQ, here are the rankings for Siegenthaler and and his impressive role on the blue line for the New Jersey Devils. So defensive zone entry attempts, he has a 15.4, which ranks 14th in the entire NHL. Entry denial, 7.23, which ranks 1st. Entry denial rate, 51.8%, which ranks 8th. Denial rate and exit, 35.4%, which ranks 5th. And to go on top of that, defensive zone entries without scoring chance, 76.7%, which ranks 9th. Defensive zone entries without shot on net, 67.8%, which ranks 2nd. Dump in recoveries and exit, 4.83, which ranks number 9. And finally, defensive zone, defensive plays, 8.16, which ranks number 11. So, Siegenthaler has had a great impact on the blue line for the New Jersey Devils once again. And it sucks that he's not going to be able to finish out the season, but... Nonetheless, I think Siegenthaler has definitely been the epitome of being a diamond in the rough for the New Jersey Devils organization because what he does doesn't show up in the score sheet, but we know just based on what we watched during the course of the game, we know that Siegenthaler brings a lot to our blue line. He's been a great leader, and I, it's safe to say that I was completely wrong 
uh, when we first obtained Siegenthaler. And you can check out the Locked On Now on this YouTube page. I said that I was a little confused as to why did we trade away a draft pick for the services of Jonas Siegenthaler because he did little to nothing on the Washington Capitals. But he's the epitome of if you give him a chance, he could actually be somewhat special for your organization. So he finished off this season appearing in 70 games. He had one goal, 13 assists for a grand total of 14 points, and he had a plus minus of negative five. But as you guys know, I just read the advanced analytics for his overall contribution on the defensive side of things for the Devils, and it's safe to say that he'll be greatly missed on our blue line, and I'm looking forward to see what he could possibly do for our organization come next year. Now, let's talk about this overall game for the New Jersey Devils, because the chips were stacked against us. It's one of the reasons why I was kind of pessimistic in yesterday's episode, because I just didn't believe that the New Jersey Devils had the overall firepower to compete with the Dallas Stars, because here's the thing, guys. I said it in yesterday's episode. The Dallas Stars are in the middle of the pack in the Central Division. They're still within striking distance of possibly trying to get to the playoffs, and they're probably viewing the New Jersey Devils as easy money. Like, they're viewing a team that isn't all that good and a team that they could possibly get, uh, as I like to call, a gimme win because the New Jersey Devils have been struggling in their last few games, you know, especially in that game against the Florida Panthers where we were up 6-2 and then we let them come back and tie the game, goes into OT, then Boston Bruins, we let up eight goals, and then we let the worst team in the league uh, score seven goals on us at home. So the Dallas Stars were probably viewing us as an easy target and they were probably circling their calendars saying, this is a gimme win for us. And the New Jersey Devils were able to make it a competitive game, albeit the Stars were able to score first, but I, I, I'm not going to put the blame on Nico Dawes that time around, which, by the way, he was in between the pipes once again for the New Jersey Devils. And for right now, Nico Dawes, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, is our most reliable goalie moving forward for right now just because, you know, I get that he's kind of a wild card, but this, this is one of the few instances in which he actually was, like, lights out. Because for the most part, he's pretty solid, but we don't expect that kind of uh, production from him too often. We can see it at times, but... Overall, you know, he still has a lot of raw talent that he needs to clean up. But I'm glad that Nico Dawes was able to make a few key plays this game because all you have to do is, like, look at the highlight reel, look at period number one, and you can see that Nico Dawes was able to make a few key saves that prevented the Dallas Stars from scoring, like, two or three goals and putting this game to bed early. And then uh, the one goal that he did let up, I'm not really going to put the blame on him because it seemed like Kevin Ball was kind of in his sight and kind of in his way and he couldn't see the puck because... You know, that shot from Suter, it wasn't really anything impressive, and I was actually surprised that I found the back of the net. I just feel as though, looking at the replay and looking at sort of like the birds kind of angle, I think Kevin Ball was once again just in the eyesight and in the way of Nico Dawes, and Nico Dawes wasn't able to see the puck until it was too late, and it just found the back of the net, and ultimately that's what made uh, Dallas jump off to a one nothing lead. But overall, this game was a hard competitive game for the New Jersey Devils, and it kind of, you know, changes my perspective in terms of how we should view this road trip. Now, here's the thing. The Devils team is wildly inconsistent, and we're even more wildly inconsistent, especially, like I said at the beginning of this episode, we're missing a lot of key players. You know, we're missing Jack Hughes just recently. We're now missing Jonas Siegenthaler, and Miles Wood, even though he didn't contribute that much, that's still less... uh, of an option that we have because now we're continuing to lose bodies in terms of just trying to find overall solid production. So we got to put our trust in the young guys. Once again, yes, the even younger guys, because right now we're running low on options in terms of how to compete. And like I said, I didn't think the New Jersey Devils had a flying chance against the Dallas Stars, but they were able to prove me wrong, and they put up a pretty decent effort in this game, and they came out victorious by a score of 3-1. to one. I think my MVP for this game has to be Nico Heischer, because overall, Heischer was just able to 
to make the big plays. He was able to take it upon himself. He was able to give the Devils a lead when there was like really only a minute remaining in the game. And he was able to get a nice assist on Ty Smith's goal. We'll talk more about that momentarily in the episode. But overall, this this uh, game was the epitome of just hard work, determination, and it's just one of those things where you can't really count out the New Jersey Devils because they were able to put up a, a pretty solid performance against, let's face it, the Dallas Stars are hungry. They're hungry for a playoff position, and like I said a few minutes ago, they probably had this game circled on their calendar as a winnable game for them because every win, every game is crucial, and the New Jersey Devils just made it more difficult for them to possibly sneak their way into the playoffs. So once again, you know, if you're New Jersey, continue to do that because – um, I don't know how many more wins we're going to get. Uh, obviously, we got the Coyotes, then we got the Avalanche, then we got the Kraken. Uh, I'm starting to see the Kraken and Coyotes. They're winnable games for us. So why not try to get uh, snag a couple more wins and just try to help out our record a little bit more? I really don't care about draft picks, guys. I'll talk about that later in an episode. But uh, for right now, uh, my overall reaction to the game, it was just a hard-fought game for New Jersey. Great team effort. I loved what I saw from Nico Dawes. I loved what I saw from Heizer. I just loved the overall uh, collective team effort that the New Jersey Devils put against the Dallas Stars because, like I said, the Dallas Stars are hungry. And, by the way, they seemed a little lethargic. It sounded like they needed a built bar. So this is the time of year that I pretty much have given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to built bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of built bar's best tasting protein bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite flavors. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Yummy, yummy. So go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They have so many delicious flavors, including mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. The offer is go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And now the second live read comes from our friends at betonline.net. So uh, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. I am so bummed that the Los Angeles Lakers did not make it into the play-on tournament. I am a little ticked off by that. So BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So when going into more detail about this game, I just want to give credit when credit is due. I need to talk about the overall contribution from Nico Dawes and what he was able to do in between the pipes for the New Jersey Devils because uh, the one of the things I've been complaining about the last few episodes was just the lackluster goaltending, especially from Andrew Hammond and how the goaltending situation just isn't ideal for New Jersey. I've been complaining about a goalie who hasn't appeared in a game since like January and now Nico Dawes was able to put up a very good performance against the Dallas Stars and there were a few instances in period number one where it looked like the Stars were going to crack the scoring column first and Nico Dawes was able to make a last second save on not one but two or maybe even three plays because 
at one point, the, the Dallas Stars were about to go back door on him. They passed it over to the weak side. And at the last possible second, like literally, he only had like a millisecond to react to it. Nico Dawes was able to turn his body and stymie the offensive attack from the Dallas Stars. I really thought that they had, had it on that back door attempt. And Nico Dawes was once again able to make the save. And Overall, Nico Dawes just had a great showing in this game, and he was able to just uh, show ev to everyone that maybe he could be the third-string goalie for the Devils next year or maybe the possible backup, depending on what happens to uh, Jonathan Bernier. But overall, great effort from Nico Dawes and what he was uh, able to do. And according to Alex Chavansi of the Hockey Riders, Nico Dawes stopped 1.69 goals above expected today. One of the best starts, not only on the road, but for the season. And like I said, guys, this is going to be a long road trip for the New Jersey Devils. This is their first road win since February 24th, and we're in early April right now. So this was uh, desperately needed by the Devils organization. And Nico Dawes has gotten us off on the right foot. And hopefully, uh, you know, the goalies behind him, John Gillies or uh, Andrew Hammond, are able to step up their game because we can't just keep relying on Nico Dawes. I've you know, preached out on this show many, many, many times. But overall, just a great uh, showing from Nico Dawes because the Dallas Stars had nine shots on goal in period number one. Then they had 13 shots on goal in period number two. And despite uh, their aggressive efforts, uh, Nico Dawes was able to stymie their offensive attack and make a few key saves. Like, all you have to do is just look at the highlight reel and just look at some of the saves that Nico Dawes was able to make against Dallas. And it's really impressive, guys. So that was a great showing from Dawes. And, or as I like to call him, he's like Jaws, you know, the shark uh, Steven Spielberg film. Just uh, he's eating up those uh, pucks and just uh, leaving no mercy towards the Stars organization. So hopefully Nico Dawes can continue this great showing so that way uh, he can live up to his nickname, Jaws. So there are a couple other players I want to give a quick shout out to. So according to Devil's Army blog on Twitter, the top two New Jersey Devils players in expected goals for percentage this evening per natural stat trick was Kevin Ball, 80.61, who had arguably his best professional game of his NHL career. And then Fabian Zetterlin, he had a percentage of 67.75, who tallied his first assist of his NHL career. And then Alex Chavansi responded to it by saying Zetterlin was below 40% in expected goals through two periods. So moving him with Heizer and Sharon Govich really helped him out. So once again, uh, I, this kind of leads into my next uh, talking point, which is I want to talk about Nico Heischer and what he brought to this game because he took it upon his shoulders. He took it upon himself as the leader of this organization to lead the New Jersey Devils to victory. And, you know, he just showed flashes of being a great uh, captain for this organization because, like I said, he put the burden on his shoulders to try to will his team to victory. And I love seeing that from Heischer. And he's more of a lead-by-example type of player. And boy, did he lead by example. So first and foremost, I mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago early on in the episode. I talked about how Heizer was the one who uh, assisted on Ty Smith's goal because Heizer just uh, hesitated a little bit. He kind of bait and uh, trapped the Dallas Stars players and then that left Ty Smith wide open. So he dropped it on back to Smith and Smith took all the time in the world to get his uh, shot off and he was able to tie the game one apiece. And once again, that doesn't really happen without Heizer just creating the opportunity for Ty Smith to score in, in that sort of circumstance. And then uh, let's talk more about uh, Heischer once again, because there was literally like, what, like a minute 10 
remaining in the game. And on this particular shift from Heizer, he had control of the puck for, I'd say, about 99.9% of that particular shift. And who had uh, control of the puck for like a millisecond before passing it on back to Heizer? It was uh, Kevin Ball. And Kevin Ball was able to get the primary assist on this Heizer goal because Heizer was just like trying to find an opening on the defensive end for the Dallas Stars. And he was basically like going everywhere. He was going from the point. He was going from the slot. He was going below the goal line. He was just looking for that uh, slight sliver of daylight to try to find the back of the net and score and give the Devils their lead. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, look, I know Keisha is a good player and all, but what is he doing? Like, pass the puck around. Like, try to collapse the defense. Don't do this. But but at the same time, he proved me wrong. He was able to score. And I'm just like, okay, that, that works. And then he sure was able to get his 20th goal of the season. And once again, Kevin Ball got the primary assist. Uh, so Ball had control of the puck the other 0.1% of the time in the offensive attacking end for the New Jersey Devils. And I'm just like, uh, okay, that that works too. And the Devils were able to take a 2-1 lead. And then after uh, the faceoff was drawn, Pavel Zaka was able to uh, get the insurance goal for the New Jersey Devils. And I just said, okay, the Devils are up 2-1. All they need to do is wait for the Stars to pull their goalie and they're going to get the extra attacker. And then the Devils could try to get the empty netter. But then Pavel Zaka had other plans after the faceoff was drawn. Uh, the Devils went full speed ahead into their attacking end. And then once again, Zaka was able to score and give the Devils a 3-1 lead. So one of my more many lists of complaints I've been having for the Devils organization in the past few weeks is that their third periods have been absolutely atrocious. At first, I've been saying it's their second period, and now it, it seems like it has shifted over from the second period to the third period. And uh, this was one of the few times that the Devils had a successful third period, and it's one of the successful times where they're the team that is closing out the other team, not the other way around. Because as you guys remember, the Devils are notoriously known for blowing a lot of leads, but this time around, they were able to uh, make the Stars blow lead, albeit the Stars were only leading one nothing, but still a blown lead is a blown lead. So uh, once again, uh, Devils had a very successful third period, scoring three unanswered goals, and uh, that doesn't really happen too often if you're the Devils. So really uh, relish these kind of moments, these kind of great uh, games for the Devils because it's not going to happen too often. And it's just so nice to see a low-scoring game from the Devils uh, once again. And it's a low-scoring win, nonetheless, because uh, if we're looking at, like, that Canadians game, even that Islanders game, the Panthers game, the Bruins game, you know, those have been high-scoring games with the exception of the uh, more recent game against the New York Rangers in which the Rangers came out victorious by a score of 3-1. to one. It just seems like the Devils have been uh, involved in a lot of barn burner-type games where a lot of t- uh teams are scoring against them and they're trying to just play catch up but overall it was very satisfying to see the New Jersey Devils have a low scoring game and just uh, have this hard determined win against the Dallas Stars. Okay, so like I do with every post-game reaction episode, I am going to give you guys the overall final statistics, and then I'm going to rate this game in overall effort for the Devils. So shots on goal differential, 28-23 to in favor of the Dallas Stars. Face-off percentage, 55% to 45% in favor of the Stars. Going back a little bit to the shots on goal differential, the Devils were being held in check in terms of the shots on goal category. They sometimes had trouble getting shots on, on goal early on in the game. However, the third period, they were able to improve upon it because... If you guys look at period number one, the Devils had seven shots on goal compared to the Dallas Stars' is nine. Then the second period, same thing. The Devils had seven shots on goal once again. And then the Stars had 13 shots on goal alone. So the, the Devils had 14 shots on goal in, in total after the first two periods of play, whereas... The 
the uh, Stars were able to have 22. So you saw that the Stars were kind of running away with that category, but the Devils started to pick it up in period number three, and they limited the Stars to six shots on goal in the final period of regulation, and that was uh, critical to their win because, once again, the Stars were off and running in that category, but the Devils were able to neutralize them come period number three. So going back to the final stats of the game, power play, uh, the Devils were 0 for 3 in their power play. Stars were 1 for 6. So, once again, I'm not going to blame that goal uh, on Nico Dawes. It just seems like Kevin Ball was kind of in his way. It looks like Kevin Ball was battling with, looked like it was Jamie Benn, and Jamie Benn was able to just out-muscle Kevin Ball and force Ball into Dawes' eyesight. So, once again, I'm not really going to blame that goal on Nico Dawes. I'm sure it's a goal that he would like to have back, but it was just unfortunate circumstances that time around. So, uh, hits. 14-9 in favor of the Stars. Blocks 9-7 in favor of the Devils. Giveaways. The Stars led in that department 13-11. to So overall for this game for New Jersey Devils, they fought hard. Nico Dawes had one hell of an effort in between the pipes for the Devils. And the Devils came out victorious by a score of 3-1. to And for the first time in a long time, the Devils were able to get a road win. I really don't want to give them an A because it, it, it was bound to happen that the Devils were going to pick up a win. However, this is against a borderline playoff team. So I'm going to give the Devils a B plus because I really don't want to give them an A just based on how they've been playing the last few weeks. They've been playing, you know, very sorry type of hockey. And overall, I, I just was not satisfied with their overall efforts uh, the last few weeks. But this game was a pretty good effort from them. And uh, once again, they were able to beat a very hungry borderline type of playoff team who thought that they were going to be uh, easy pickings uh, against. So once again, uh, I'm going to give the Devils a B plus for their effort because they put up a pretty good fight against the Dallas Stars. And, um, you know, they were able to come away with the win. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, get a two game win streak against the Arizona Coyotes. But no win is a guaranteed win for the Devils. So let me know what you guys think. What did you think about the overall effort from the New Jersey Devils? Do you think they deserved an A? Do you think um, Nico Dawes is finally starting to come into his own fruition in terms of being a legitimate goalie at the NHL level? And what did you think about Nico Heizer and his overall leadership demonstrating this game? I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts. So leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on a podcast streaming service. Hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 and also the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all time I have for you guys. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.